a little bit more enthusiasm. Imagine, okay, Jacob, loosen up. Imagine you're at a, a, a jazz club. You know, you, you didn't get like James Brown on you. Okay, ready? Okay, hit it. Hello and welcome to the Husky Pack Podcast. I'm Superintendent Don Killingbeck. And I got to tell you, folks, the podcast is getting hijacked by the intern. We got Jacob Greer, the intern here at Hemlock Public School District, and he's taken over this morning. I am excited to be here. Today, we're going to be talking about Hemlock Public Schools HR, specifically why people want to come work here. And joining us today, we have... Hi, um, I'm Anna Womack. I'm the Director of Business Operations and Human Resources here for Hemlock Public School District. And I'm Superintendent Don Killingbeck. All right, so let's get right down to it. Anna, would you mind telling us a little bit about your department? Sure. Um, so my department um, oversees all of the business operations and human resources here. We have three of us in there. Uh, in addition to myself, I also have Debbie Smith and Wendy Anderson. Uh, and we are making sure that Hemlock stays operational, um, that we are getting new staff in, um, keeping them happy, making sure their benefits are taken care of, and that everyone gets paid. Well, that's kind of an important piece right there. The, the, you know, the, the last one, everybody wants to get paid, right? They got to take care of their their, their bills and, and uh, take care of their personal life as well. And so... Exactly. That's why uh, Debbie is everybody's favorite person in the uh, <laughs> entire school district. Right. Well... I have a question for you, Anna. You know, one of the things, schools right now are really struggling to find people. How many opening teaching positions do we currently have in the district? Uh, we are very fortunate that we do not have any open teaching positions at this time. That's incredible. Wow. That is incredible. And we, do, how many open bus driving positions do we have? None. None. Okay, so, so really you just nailed the two hardest positions to fill and we don't even have any openings. I can't wait to hear the secret sauce. You know, what, what are we doing different, right? I, I think the biggest thing here is the culture. Uh, we wanna have people working here. Um, we are very fortunate when people come in, uh, especially for teachers, they tend to wanna stay here and have their career here at Hemlock. All right, so let's bring that back to Hemlock Public Schools guiding principles. How does your department incorporate these guiding principles into the actions and initiatives that they take? Sure. Um, so our guiding principles are innovate, collaborate, educate. Um, so for innovation, uh, we are always looking at what's out there to be able to incorporate into our processes. What new technology, what changes, um, what can we do to make our lives easier? and to make things easier for our employees. Um, for collaboration, um, within our office, we have a ton going on at all times. We're able to talk to each other, to bounce ideas off of each other, um, and making sure all of the different aspects of HR and the business operations are all integrated. Um, and we're also working with all of the other departments within our school district as well to make sure that their hiring needs are being filled, um, as well as collaborating with outside organizations like SVSU's Career Services. 
Uh, as far as education, we really internally keep up with what the latest trends and latest rules and regulations are. Um, very focused on professional development to make sure that we are continuing to educate ourselves um, as soon as new things to learn are available. All right. Never settling, always improving, right? Exactly. So then, can you tell us about a specific initiative or program that your department has implemented that has had a significant positive impact? Sure. Um, one of our most recent ones that we're very proud of is our insurance tracking that we just did. Um, so previously, when we had open enrollment, uh, everybody was getting paper forms or even a digital form with DocuSign um, that created a lot of paperwork, essentially. Um, this December, we went to an online insurance tracking module where employees were able to go online, um, select what they wanted. They were able to see how that would impact their payroll right then and there. Um, from our end, it was amazing to be able to have a list um, in real time of who had submitted, who hadn't, um, and it just really has streamlined the process. That's fantastic, yeah. So then, with your initiatives, how does your department measure and track the success or failure of programs? Sure, so, I mean, with this most recent one, um, tracking the success was really kind of who had gone in and completed it. Um, we saw very good response to this. Uh, another thing that we're kind of doing, measuring kind of success of our program in general is the implementation of our Gallup survey that we did this fall. Um, while it might not be as focused on our department as a whole, it's kind of giving us that feedback of the employee experience overall within Hemlock Public School District, uh, which is really something that we're focused on. And if our employees are not feeling engaged, um, which thankfully they are, uh, but if they aren't, that really gives us an indicator that we need to work on improving that employee experience. Okay. Uh, how often do you do polls like that? Um, so we just started this fall. Uh, we are looking at rolling out another one within probably the next month or so. So I think at this time, we're probably looking at doing them about once a semester. Okay. Okay. That sounds pretty cool. So can you share an example of a difficult challenge that your department has faced and how it was successfully addressed? Sure. Um, you know, kind of going back to that insurance tracking, that was a huge change. It was something that had never been done before. Um, and I know that there when you have change, people are sometimes nervous mm -hmm. about that. Uh, so we attempted to communicate well out in advance of these changes and addressed right off the bat, like, hey, we get that this is going to be different than what you've done. Um, it might be something new. It might be something that you're not comfortable with. Um, so we wanted to make ourselves as approachable as possible. So we listed right from the beginning that we were having open office hours. Um, for two or three hours a day. So anybody could stop by, we could help them. And also made it very clear that if people were not available during those times, just let us know. We mm -hmm. would be more than happy to make some other time that worked for their schedule. And I think because of that, um, we were seen as a little bit more approachable. We did have a fair amount of people stop by uh, and get assistance in person, which was wonderful for us because we do like seeing people, even if we're kind of secluded back in our offices most right, of the time. Right. 
So you would say the open office hours were definitely uh, a hit? Yeah, I think so. Okay, is that something that you're going to institute going forward with other major changes? Yeah, if we've got anything else that's really um, impacting our employees and might you know, come with a learning curve for what we need them to do, we'll definitely be having open office hours to make sure that we're serving their needs. And, and then just in general, if, um, you know, employees have any questions and they want to stop by, they're more than welcome to. Okay. That feeds a little bit into my next question with how your department supports employee development and career advancement within the district. Sure. Um, so with employee development and career advancement, one of the biggest things that I think of is professional development. Um, within our own department, um, we're making sure that we are staying up with PD and are in tune with what's going on in the HR world and the employee world, making sure we're staying up with those rules and regulations. Um, and looking at empowering other employees with their development and career advancement, uh, one of the things that I've been proud of this past year is looking at the Grow Your Own programs. There have been several grant opportunities that we've been able to apply for, for teachers that are changing their certifications or maybe looking into career changes from other aspects within the school into teaching and um, being awarded those to help with their financial commitments in achieving those new certifications. Okay, that sounds fantastic. Have you had a lot of employees, I know this is a newer program, but has it seen success so far? Um, yeah, for our employees that are going through this transition right now, um, we have seen success in receiving those grants. And I think, you know, one of the pieces that makes us perhaps different is we want people to improve their lot in life. We want to work and see them grow and, and obviously we want them to stay but there's times where we have employees that hey they're talented so we always go after the best talent uh, that's available in any any hiring pool and then we hire the best and we I feel like our culture is strong enough where maybe maybe the pay isn't the highest pay this person can get but because coming to work every day is a joy and they know they're growing and getting invested in that they stay and if they go on we champion them in their move we go like hey you know we're excited for you i mean i recently just had uh somebody come to me and they got a big opportunity ahead and instead of going oh poor us we actually go this is awesome for you and there's a lineup of people who want to come work here because they know on the other side of this there's bigger and better things for them if they do, whether they stay here because they love it so much. And so we really invest in people. And because if you don't, the problem is those people might stay. You know, if you're not raising their uh, human capital and improving, then your, your organization as a whole isn't providing the best for people that you serve. And so we're super excited to champion uh, people within our organization as they grow and then champion people in our organization and position them in spots uh, in our region and state. And uh, we're super excited. We've had people that have left our school district for, for bigger positions elsewhere, and yet they're still connected to us. They're still connected to our community, and, uh, and we're creating a bigger network because of it. I completely agree. 
um, the investment that I see in our employees as a whole within our district is absolutely amazing. Yeah, you know, one of the things I think here is where we can kind of lean in on one of our partners, uh, you know, Wendy Grohl from uh, Dale Carnegie. In mm -hmm. Jacob, one of the things we do with our leadership team, and now we've expanded this out, it's even part of our support staff uh, contract, is uh, we send people to Dale Carnegie to get trained up. And, and I'll tell you what, when we buy a truck, maybe a truck's not a good example right now in this economy, but when we buy something, it every year it gets less and less valuable. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, when you buy something, it depreciates. Anna's writing it off the book, right? You know, it's getting less and less valuable. But when you take a person and you invest in them, and so I think about the first person we sent to Dale Carnegie training here uh, with Wendy Grohl just down the, down the road, down the corridor, and we sent them to this training, and literally within a year, some of the skills that they've they developed there they were able to save the district thousands and thousands of dollars because they knew how to build that relationship and talk to to somebody else. And so, and, and we're still running on, on that training with a lot of relationships they've been able to build. But we've also, I think, had everybody on our leadership trained except for me. <laughs> and so it's kind of, that's kind of funny. And, and, and one more person that still has to go. Um, and so, yeah, that that's correct. We got one one left in our admin team, but then we're we're branching out. We're we're having other people trained as well. Just we sent two kids uh, last year. We were able to get a our grant, or we sent one kid. I'm sorry. Last year we had two spots and uh, to get trained up, and so it's just so important uh, those skills that people get at a, a training like that. Okay. So then, I guess that leads into my next question: Is how does how does your department partner with other departments and stakeholders within Hamlock Public School District to achieve its goals? Yeah, I mean, my department is constantly partnering with other departments, um, especially <laughs> when they have... That's every day, right? Yeah. That's, that, that is what I, you do. It is, it is. I mean, we are constantly reaching out, um, you know, whether it be open positions or, you know, kind of strategizing about what's coming down the pipeline in the future. Um, we're, we're constantly in connection with them. Um, looking at other kind of stakeholders and other areas outside of here, um, we have a huge partnership with SDSU Career Services mm -hmm. that we continue to look to expand. Um, we're also currently looking into having those relationships with other local area universities and colleges. Uh, we also have a great relationship with our ISD, um, constantly in communication with them as well. So I would say, I mean, we're reaching out to others on a daily basis and making those connections and having that communication um, and really just reaching out to whoever we need to to make sure that we're doing the best we can and that we can achieve the goals of the district. So to add to that, I actually heard about this position from SVSU, from a professor, and also through Handshake, I believe, was the SVSU app. So not something I probably would have found on my own looking through LinkedIn or anything else like that. Um, so then, and we might have answered this already, but how your department communicates and engages with district employees to ensure they are informed and satisfied. Um, yeah, I mean, for the satisfaction part, part of that is 
with the Gallup surveys we mentioned earlier. Um, we're also really trying to make an effort to have more of a communication for our new employees of kind of doing those 30, 60, 90 day check-ins. How's everything going? What do you need? Um, and what could we do better for your experience in this? Um, we've also done kind of a follow-up for new employees of kind of having like a small workshop of um, kind of a start, stop, continue type process. What could we have done that we didn't? What did we do in your onboarding process and your hiring process that we need to stop? What, what was good that we should continue? And getting that feedback to make sure that we're really meeting the needs of not only the district, but also of our employees. Um, and then as far as communication, if we have any changes, if there's any upcoming things that our employees need to know about, um, we're trying to communicate out, whether it be in the weekly Husky happenings or through internal emails, to make sure that our employees have the information that they need. Uh, so that's something else to mention, is that every school and the administration building itself has a newsletter, correct? Correct. Okay. Well, I think that the the newsletter you see from the district, though, is just targeted at employees. Mm -hmm. The other ones are public-facing newsletters. Yeah. You know, so that's a little bit different. Okay. So, how does your how, sorry, how does your department attract and retain top talent? And why do you think a potential applicant would want to work here? Um, so the attraction and why people want to work here, it all comes down to our culture here. Um, Hemlock Public School District is huge on our culture. It's a very kind of family-centric, supportive environment. Um, it's very homey, uh, for lack of a better term. You walk into our buildings, they're clean, they're inviting. You just want to be here. Yeah. You know what's funny is you, you mentioned home. And so this was a number of years ago. We were doing a series of, of uh, spots with, we had the, the news crew here filming or whatever. That was actually a, a commercial set. And we were having people do testimonies. And a young gentleman by the name of Jared Menard, who's now gone up to Michigan Tech and graduated and gone over. He's working at a company in Wisconsin. He... Un, you know, like unscripted, we just threw him in there and said, Jacob, tell us why. Why Hemlock Public School District? And he said what you just said. He said, it feels, when you're at Hemlock Public School District, you feel like you're at home. And so we went back and we tried to make our schools feel like home. And so we really, um, you know, we went to adding some soft seating, adding a little bit more... Uh, art per se like framed work on walls and in you know things like that 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 draw people in to make it feel comfortable like when you show up at ling you know there's a tv there that's out front that's got a fireplace on it and there's a soft seat in the corner i don't see a ton of people sitting in the seat but it definitely creates that feeling like you're at home and uh, you go into our spaces that we've renovated whether it be our ling library or our cafeteria here at the elementary that we're working on and they just feel so connected and classrooms feel that way too and i think that we're trying to show that off to people too whether it be through um, some of our 
commercials like our Difference Maker commercial or our job posting website where we have staff testimonials on there, um, you know, little videos of them talking of why they love working here. Um, I think that we're trying to share that out for people. Um, other things that we're doing of trying to attract and retain top talent our postings, anytime that we're putting a job posting out there, we're reassessing it, making sure that our postings are accurately describing what we're looking for so that we're not just kind of sticking a boilerplate out there. So when you see those, you can get a true feel of what we're looking for. Um, and then for retaining the top talent, we work on keeping our employees happy. Um, you know, I know I mentioned several times that Gallup survey, but that's been a huge thing of kind of measuring the engagement and how our employees are feeling. Um, and then through some of our internal initiatives, like we have a um, classroom makeover grant where if our staff members in the classroom feel like they need something, they can apply. And when I say need something, I mean, you know, above and beyond what's already out there for right. them. Yeah, they, they already have the base. They already yeah. have the, the every every classroom's fully outfitted with furniture and computer computing and, and things like that. So what are some of the kind of things that came out of that? Like I, I noticed like a lot more uh, home feel type yeah. of things came out of it. Like they wanted some different kind of seating in their classroom and, and different stuff like that. Yeah, we tend to see a lot of different type of seating. Um, some of those... Oh, goodness, I don't even know what they're called, like wiggle stools? Yes. Yeah. Wobble stools. Wobble stools. Mm -hmm. uh, things like that to give some just alternative seating in the classroom. Um, we've seen, I think for one of our rooms that does some culinary type stuff, um, did like a new KitchenAid mixer in there. You know, some of those things that, Teachers might say, man, I, I'd really like to have this, but I'm not sure how. Well, when you apply for this classroom makeover grant, and I mean, from my perspective, I think that we're pretty generous in awarding what's being asked for. Right. Uh, I actually got to help Don drop some of that stuff off, and there was some pretty cool furniture, and the teachers and the kids both were very excited. All right. To wrap this up, what advice would you provide a potential applicant? So the biggest thing that I would say is be yourself. Um, we want to know who you are, not what you think we want to see. Um, and the other factor I would say is be patient with our process. We are trying to make sure that we are getting someone that's the best fit for us, but at the same time, we want to really show to you what we are too and making sure that we're the best fit for you as well. So I think a lot of what's different, and, and Anna's challenged me a little bit over the last uh, year or two. She's like, you know, it just keeps getting harder and harder because there's less people to fill the fill positions. But we have a real rigorous process. Like if you were going for an admin position or a, a teaching position, you know, the process involves homework, personality profile, and things like that. And, and what we find is we're fully staffed and we have this rigorous process. Because you know what? People want to work where they're going to be doing meaningful work. And, and before you get in... We want to make sure you can can do that. And so I think, like, I agree, be authentic, be who you are. If you don't know something, actually say that. Say, you know what, um, that 
that's not something that's in my wheelhouse right now, but I, I will be able to develop that. I'm a, I'm a lifelong learner. I'm passionate. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be part of that and lean in. The other thing, too, is, is if you don't want to work, this is not the place for you. If, if you want to collect a paycheck, go somewhere else. The, the culture we have is one where people are passionate about the work. They're passionate. This, you know, like my belief is this is a calling. This is a vocation. And so if you're not passionate about it, if you're not, you know, and, and it's easy. All of us can get off track at times. But if you're not passionate about the work and you're here for something else, some other reason, you'll find a reason not to be happy. And so I think that's part of what we do is we tend to hire people that are passionate about the work we do and, and passionate about serving kids and families in the community. And I would say for that, you know, trust the process. Uh, you mentioned that our interviewing process can be a little bit more rigorous, but when we're looking that we have no open teaching positions right now, we're doing something right of making sure that we're finding the right fit because if we weren't, we would be having open right. positions that's, right now. That's absolutely it. All right. I'm Jacob Greer, and it has been a privilege to hijack the Husky Pack podcast this week. Thank you guys for listening.